You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. The views, opinions, and content of the show's hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. This is Michael Ganeau with Insight to Israel and Chocolates for Heroes. It's another beautiful day in the Jewish state, and I want to say thank you to everyone that's listening to Insight to Israel on America's Web Radio. And uh, I also want to say thank you to everyone who watches our social media, likes our social media, comments on our social media, but most importantly, you share our social media as we bring you the truth about the Jewish state uh, from the Jewish state. And uh, we've been here for nine years, and I'm very excited to once again be reunited with America's Web Radio. Uh, especially during this time of government tyranny on a global scale. And unfortunately, folks, what a lot of you don't know out there is that Israel, unfortunately, is leading the way in this tyranny as it has devised uh, the Green Passport. The Israeli government designed the Green Passport, sold it to communist China, and is now selling it to the nations. Uh, they were the first to sign a contract with Pfizer, covered up for 30 years, and uh, are basically force-coercing their people to take an injection, experimental injection, as the world looks to Israel once again for the results of the Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, J&J. They want to see the, what the results are coming out of Israel. And here in the state of Israel, the media is not honest at all. Uh, it's very hard to find. They're being silenced or either working with the government. Anyway, we're going to get all into that, but I want to say thank you to everybody that's listening once again. But we have a very special uh, friend of truth that's with us today. She specializes in foreign policy and also in uh, governmental relations. And uh, we, she, like many Israelis that are on the inside, that are informed, that are educated, but they have their eyes open, uh, they would like to remain anonymous in revealing who they are. And uh, But she's a very special lady, and I want to say thank you. Uh, what name should we give you this, this program? You know, I um First of all, thanks for asking me to um, appear. And, you know, I, I've been thinking about maybe we should call me Devoa. And why Devoa? Because I have a few spikes up my sleeve, if you catch my drift. Aha. Uh-huh. Well, you, wait a minute. Say that. You have a, you have a few what up your sleeve? Uh, spikes. I mean, for those who few... may remember the story of Devoa. Okay, you have a few spikes or... Ah, wait a minute. Wasn't that the woman in the Bible? Give us some background in your story. uh, She was um, a prophetess in the Bible. I believe a prophetess. Now, excuse me, because I'm not the most religious of people. And um, let's just say that uh, I'm like, you know... You have the story of Esther, where Esther was this beautiful queen, and she was very brave, and she went before the king, but Devorah acted with force. All right, well, listen, 
because I don't want to waste our time, but, you know, if you need a good <laughs> encouragement, go read the story of Devorah. Disclaimer, I do not condone violence in most cases. Ah, you mean, you mean Deborah? It's, sorry, Devorah is uh, the Hebrew name. Okay, but, but uh, in her English it would be called Deborah. Yeah, but uh, let's cool. stick with the ball because I am Israeli. <laughs> okay, all right. So that way our, our English-speaking audience understands who you're speaking about specifically. Deborah was an amazing woman in the Bible. She was a warrior. And I want to say thank you for being a warrior of truth in this day and age. So you have a topic that's very interesting when it comes to Israeli law. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, so um, as you know, earlier today I wrote to you um, about a new law that the Israeli government is trying to um, pass and enact. Now, the Israeli people have until November 3rd to comment on the law, but what people need to remember, and I, I don't know what the listeners of this program know about Israeli government and politics, is that... Israel is not, and I emphasize the not, a true democracy. It is the closest thing you have to it in the Middle East, but it's not a true democracy, and it never has been. And in fact, Israel's uh, systems are uh, A, very socialist in nature, or B, and or B, based off of a parliamentary system. So it's very, very important for people to understand that going in. And what does that mean? We don't have a constitution per se. We're based off of basic law. And so we don't necessarily have the, we don't have the separation of powers that you say, for example, have in the U.S. So we don't have anybody. Now, uh, let me, let me, let me interrupt you real, let me interrupt you real quick. Mm -hmm. A lot of people listening love Israel. And knowing they don't have a constitution is not something they know. And I'm sure it's a little exactly. shocking. Which... When, when, you, when you say that it's not a democracy, that's also a shock because that's propaganda that's been fed to us for many generations. It has been. It has been. And it is important, especially in this day and age, for people to realize the truth is that it is close. It's the closest thing you will find in the Middle East. But every time that uh, some lobbyist or some organization or even the Israeli government itself calls themselves a democracy, by definition of you know politics and people who study political science, it's not a true democracy. Wow! And look, for me, who has been a who's been here for nine years as a independent journalist, and someone. Uh, who has never questioned the government for seven years up until Corona or government policy, I never had a reason to, to do the research when Corona started and find this out was very, very shocking to me, that you didn't even have a constitution. So I'm, I'm under the observation that this was done for a reason. Uh, you know, to be honest with you, I wasn't born in the 40s. I was born okay. a few decades later. Um, <laughs> you know, but it is important to know that the founding, the founding fathers of Israel, you know, um, they came out of, you know, 
you know, um, socialist, you know, socialism, communism, you know, they came out of these backgrounds. They, you know, they didn't come from democracies, per se. Right. And so right. we're talking even before the establishment of the State of Israel. And so I can't speak for what was done and why it was done then, because, again, I, I wasn't alive. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not that old. Um, but it is important for people to to understand, you know, what our system is and, and what we actually have. Now, again, it's very important, it's interesting that you use the word propaganda. Why? Because what do you think would happen if a pro-Israel organization went to a country like the U.S. or any other Western country and said, please support our socialist state? It doesn't quite have the same kick, does it? No, not at all. Now, Israelis, we have a, we have a lot of freedom. And in some ways, probably in some areas, more freedom than other Western states. But the, I always tell people, and I've worked with a lot of people on an international scale, and the one thing I remind people is that, yes, Israel has a very, very Western face. But once you look inside of Israel and deeper in Israel and you understand the culture and the way business is done at the end of the day, it's a very Middle Eastern country. Our technology... Wow our startups, and all of the things that we do do well and provide to the world, yes, has a very Western face, but it's not the West, and it's a common misconception. Um, and again, Israelis, we do have a lot of rights. We have or had a lot of rights, a lot of freedoms, and like I said, we operate very close to a democracy, very close to it. But not 100%. All right, so tell us about this new law that's being passed. Oh, working to be passed. All right, so let's... Working to be passed. And so it's very important to lay that groundwork before we went into this law so people can understand how is it possible that they can pass this in the Israeli government, which is called the uh, Knesset. Um, Now... My disclaimer is that I am not uh, a lawyer. I am not an expert in legalese. Uh, this is a very rough translation into English that um, I sent you, just some highlights of it. Um, so that's my disclaimer. I'm actually I'm a national security um, expert. Um, so let's just uh, let's dive in. So um, the first thing they want to do is they want to extend their special powers or the special law for governing corona until December 2022. Um, wow. That's more than a year. And now we've all, and imagine we've already been under that for over a year. And this will allow them the legal capability to impose new restrictions and quote unquote maintain public health. You know, it's really uh, imposing restrictions under the guise of maintaining public health, let's be honest. And, and, and can I add to that, can I add to that by saying for the listeners, they have a Corona Advisory Board. On that yes, Advisory Board are... Go ahead. Uh, just, I was agreeing, it's a, the Corona Cabinet, um, 
and I'm pretty sure I know where your sentence was going, is that the people on this advisory board, guess what? They're being funded by Pfizer. Dirty little secret. And and that's what's funny, because we know four of them that are actually currently being funded by Pfizer, and this is not a secret, folks. This is something that's public knowledge, and there are very few people that are, as far as citizens here in Israel, that are kicking back on that, because it's in their best interest, as well as the government's, to keep the people under their control. Go ahead. Um, the next part of this is that when the government declares a state of emergency, and now this is a change to the previous law, that it can be declared for up to four months instead of two months. So they can make the emergency longer. Which, you know, when you're releasing and planning all of these, you know, variants, I guess you need time to, uh, you know, breed them. I just, whatever. And... Next part, immediate regulations, meaning without approval, this Corona cabinet, can, they can submit it up to 48 hours instead of 24 hours before it gets kicked back to the rest of the Knesset for approval. That means that they have 48 hours to implement whatever they want. Wow. And the ones that right now implemented... Go ahead. Right now, it's 24 hours. But imagine if they had 48 hours. So they can start doing, you know, whatever regulation. Then they can bring it to the Knesset. They can say, look, it's working. It's this, it's that. Or they can do their backwards dirty dealings and have time to make deals with the other people in the Knesset. Wow. Wow, because Father is very influential in this country. Okay, Michael, break. Wow, I, totally think, I think we heard our <clears throat> Michael, break. The, yeah, yeah. Hi, this is Rocky Blair, former four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vietnam veteran. As a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes, soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. Over the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, from Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals, all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please, go to our website, warriorstocitizen.org, and find out how you can help, either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. The views, opinions, and content of the show's hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. And this is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel and America's Web Radio. And I want to say thank you to America's Web Radio for bringing the truth about the Jewish state 
uh, to the United States and abroad. Uh, we have many listeners from around the world that message us on a daily basis that say thank you for telling us what is happening in Israel because we don't know. We're not hearing the truth. And so I also want to say thank you to our many viewers of our social media on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and MeWe, and other social media outlets. Let's get back now to uh, Deborah or Devorah to continue telling us about this new Israeli law. Go ahead. Okay, so for sake of time, I'll try to move a little bit faster. And so the next clause they want to add is a clause that allows the, uh, permits the installation of regulations that would require a negative corona test or recovery certificate for entry to places that are open to the public, workplaces, businesses, and more. This is open-ended. This is, means that they can just decide wherever and however they want that you have to present this. Now, I want you to notice that in the language, they don't use Tavio, uh, excuse me, they don't use Green Pass. They say Corona test or recovery certificate. It's very interesting so, you say that because I've done video where I have been literally sitting outside of a coffee shop and dismissed from that coffee shop because I couldn't show my green passport, which is now switched over from the green passport when you showed it uh, uh, more than a week ago. It would just show that you've been injected. Now it shows an actual QR code. So I've been kicked out of coffee shops because I could not provide my green passport. How do you explain that? Well, you're going to hear why in just a moment. But I think it's important for people to realize that they're not trying to, at this point, mandate it as the green pass. Because if you remember what we spoke about earlier, they can um, enact special regulations and include the green pass under it. So they've left themselves an opening. But we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get into that. And again, my disclaimer: I am not a lawyer. This is how I, as a security professional, am interpreting what I'm seeing. I'm sure a lawyer would have a much uh, broader view than I than I personally have. Um, the next is that they can uh, fine an administrative fine of up to ten thousand shekels. Uh, for, to someone for not preventing a person from uh, entering if they don't have this negative test or recovery certificate. So that they goes can charge back to that your to question. They can charge, that, they can to charge that to whoever was in charge of preventing that person from entering, not necessarily so, just the business owner. Okay. So, they can wow, charge that's, the worker. That's, now, for, for our listeners, that's a lot of money. That's over $5,000. Mm-hmm. And just wow. to give you an example, yesterday I was out shopping, and I walked into a store, and the, um, the store clerk, and now she's probably a minimum wage worker, most likely a student. She's standing out right outside the door, has her mask pulled down just to get a breath of fresh air, and she sees a police officer, and they start warning each other, all the workers in that line of stores, 
that they're checking wow. that a police officer is there checking for masks. And she told me, now I'm in the store looking around, a very small place, I've got my mask on. And she said that if they catch someone in the store not wearing the mask, that it's not the store, the business that gets fined, the big fine. Now I would get fined 500 shekels for not wearing a mask. And they would get fined a much higher amount. The worker would be fined, not the business. Wow. So whoever's working that shift will get this massive fine because a customer or a client in the place's business did not wear a mask. That's crazy. Now, can you imagine if you're a student working a minimum wage job or somebody who's even not a student? No. Just to wow. put this in perspective. Yeah, so moving moving on to the next one. Huh? Okay. Okay. So I am a service head and what we mean by service head is we mean by like um uh anything that gives a type of service like maybe some sort of medical service or probably even a municipality would probably be included in this. But a service head or a physician who is over a specific area can close a location where a verified corona patient was or for epidemiological investigation. That means they can come in and say, verified so-and-so was here, we're closing down everything. Or... We have some suspicion. We're closing down this whole area. Wow. But what the area is, what the place is, not defined. And next one, we're almost done. We're almost there. Um, Administrative closure of a place that doesn't ask for a negative test or recovery certificate at the entrance. Now, this happened. This happened yesterday. There was a coffee shop in Yaka, or we say Yako, in Tel Aviv, outside Tel Aviv, part of Tel Aviv, um, that the municipality and the police came in, and there's videos of it on Facebook floating around. Of course, it's in the Google, the place of business is called Nico. And they came in, and they started dismantling and taking the man's chairs, tables, uh, a public bins that were all outside of the coffee shop and loading it up on a truck to take away. They're taking away this business owner's private property for his business. I saw that video. This happened I saw yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Next one is the transfer of medical information, vaccine status or recovery status, and isolation or quarantine orders to heads of educational institutions. Private medical data. And next one is that not doing a corona test will be a criminal offense. They tell not you doing you have to take a corona will be a criminal offense. That's crazy. A criminal offense. And the last one, um, oh, and second to last one, is that um, they can also, um, they can also, if they consider somebody a risk or somebody dangerous, they can put the corona test on them. Wow. 
And the last one, and this is probably the most important, is the cancellation of a provision in the previous law that exempts protests from crowd restrictions. Hmm. Which is a very important one because there's a lot of people protesting against this. It's it's not mm-hmm. in the numbers that, that it should be. There's about two million Jews in the state of Israel that have not taken this injection. That's not counting Arabs. But there's about two million now, Jews that have. Go ahead. Now imagine they're doing all of this right in the backdrop of them wanting to vaccinate the children ages five to eleven. The public has until November third to comment on this on the Ministry of Justice site. You're having discussions right now for the in the U.S. with the FDA for the approval of the vaccination for the children, and so they will most likely pass this law, these laws, pass you know this whole series, and right before the campaign to vaccinate children. Wow. Now we already spoke me, about previously. Oh, go ahead. No, let me add to that by saying that the Ministry of Health. On their Facebook page, we have video of it. We're going to post it on our Facebook page, Insight to Israel. We'll even pass the information on to America's Web Radio to post on their Facebook page. But the Ministry of Health posted that the third injection is working. Come and take it. And there were thousands of people that commented negative comments saying they were damaged by the first one, the second one, and the third one. And a man literally did a video showing the whole time that the Ministry of Health was deleting thousands of comments that were negative. Yes, they did. Very um, I don't know what's her fault. Now, I mean, I'm not a genius. I wouldn't even classify myself as being very smart. But does this sound like a democracy to you? Now, I am living in this hell. It's been nicknamed Israel every day with Michael. Um, I am seeing that I may potentially lose my job. And when we are telling you, when Michael has people telling you, you know, not just me, all all of his other guests, what is really happening here? Okay, Michael, let's it take a break. What is really happening here? No and we've gone over some, in no exaggeration, and we've gone over some many other nefarious things that we've uncovered, that we've spoke about in other lives, and I don't know how much, how much time we have, but I am going to say this. We spoke about them, a conversation that you had with Stand With Us. You know, and their their take on things, and that they won't deal with public policy. You know, with government policy. Here is my comment to again to stand with us, to all of these other organizations out there in the states, to all of these Israel lobbyists, whoever you are. I don't know what they all are in the states. When you are, you know, ignoring the the. Um, Human rights violations. This is blatant human rights violation on the Israeli people. When you are ignoring it, and on the other side of your mouth commenting how humane Israel is, 
and how a democracy, what a democracy Israel is, and how humane the IDF is. I mean, do I have to say what it is? Break. You, you cannot separate yourself from... You, you can, it's a hypocrisy. And you cannot separate yourself from government policy because every time you make a lobby, every Michael, time you make a break. post about Israel's right to defend itself, guess what? You are backing government policy. Whether we've you want to say it or not. We've done interviews. We went to a protest where mothers, these soldiers are being treated like fifth-class citizens in this country that do not want to take this injection. They're segregated, they're ostracized, they're abused verbally, mentally, emotionally by their commanders because they refuse to take the injection. Uh, we called Stand With Us, which is a pro-Israel organization. We called all their offices to question why we see on their Facebook and on their website why there's no mention the human rights being stripped away by the Israeli government when they're lobbying for the Israeli government. Stand With Us is one particular one where their theme is standing with Israel and stop, stopping anti-Semitism. Well, the biggest anti-Semites are the government leaders, every one of them. They're all complicit in this, and it's vile and disgusting, and it's a lie that's being fed to the West. You want to know why these people? I'm all for not funding the Iron Dome. Why should we give our money as Americans and as a, as, as a Christian, as, as Christians that support Israel, to a government that is not standing for the human rights of its own people? In 2009, the membership organization Docs for Patient Care was founded. People all around the country wanted to participate in the efforts of this group, and they wanted to join, but they were unable to do so unless they were physicians. It's for this reason that the Docs for Patient Care Foundation was created. Now, everyone can join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients, dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. While you're at your computer, please go to www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org and make a tax-deductible donation and join the fight along with us. Thank you. You need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. In 2009, the membership organization Docs for Patient Care was founded. People all around the country wanted to participate in the efforts of this group, and they wanted to join, but they were unable to do so unless they were physicians. It's for this reason that the Docs for Patient Care Foundation was created. Now, everyone can join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients, dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. While you're at your computer, please go to www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org. Thank you for listening. The views, opinions, and content of the show's hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. All right, this is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel and America's Web Radio. Thank you for listening. I want to thank America's Web Radio for 
as we work together to bring you the truth from ground zero here in Israel, as Israel was the first country to sign a contract with Big Pharma and covered that contract up for 30 years. We have the link right off the website, the government website, and uh, we know that the world is getting a different message about what's happening here in Israel than the Israelis are getting. For example, we've done interviews with politicians in Romania where 80% of Romania is not injected. And the government is trying to force the green passport, which was sold to the Romanian government by the Israeli government. And because the people are resistant, the media in Romania is saying that Israel, this was in September of this year, that Romania or that Israel is on the fourth injection. This is what the Romanian media and the government said in September. Israel's on the fourth injection. And I was completely dumbfounded because Israel's on number three with the estimate of starting number four in December or January. Now, this propaganda is unbelievable because right now, if you've taken the first two injections, if you don't take the third, you lose the green passport. So you're just you're on the same level as someone who's never injected, someone like myself, who won't inject. And because of so many people being damaged by the first two injections and the government's not reporting those damages, we have a whole video of that, of, of people, an hour-long video of Israelis talking about how they've been damaged by the Pfizer injection. But now they're treated the same as if they haven't been injected because they won't take the third. So Israel's trying very hard, the government is trying very hard to get people to take the third injection. Meanwhile, in various countries, their media is reporting that everything is great here in Israel, and Israel's on number four. Can you imagine that, folks? Can you wrap your mind around this? That, uh, this I, I just can't even imagine, you know, this uh, insane desire to force this injection into people's bodies, and for what reason, at what cost. Uh, this country has been sold to Big Pharma by the government for profit in exchange for medical information, selling out the Jews. That's what a Jewish government is doing, selling out the Jews. And once again, there's two million Jews here fighting for their freedom. Are we back? Do we have our guest? Yeah, I'm uh, back in. I don't know if you hear me better. Yeah, you, you sound great. Okay, okay. great. Um, we, we, we talked about this new law, these laws that they're about to pass, and I believe no matter what the people think, I think they'll be passed anyway. That, that's, they that's will pass the them. And I'm, mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to tell you what the urgency is, and it's not only the children's vaccinations, right, or injections. Um, we've talked about this before. The government also is up for voting on the budget. Now, remember, Israel has not had a budget now for a few, quite a few years because we've been in elections. If they don't pass a budget, the coalition, all of these parties that form the current government, immediately dissolve 
one. So I think there is a pressure to pass this law and get it on the books and get it into effect before they pass the budget in the event that the coalition dissolves. Wow. See, they're, they're doing the same thing in other countries. Romania is a prime example because uh, right now they have, because issues in the government, they said that there's going to not going to be any new restrictions until March, which I have a hard time believing the government's going to put off their power for that long. So uh, it's very interesting now that regardless of what happens, these laws will be into place and cannot be changed. They can be changed, but there's there would be no desire to change them because it only gives the government more power. More power, more freedom to do whatever they want. And why are we going on this program and saying it? It's not enough for Israelis to know because as you and I both know, Israelis aren't fighting. You have some who are, and thank you to them who are, but as a whole, most Israelis, even the ones who have not been injected, are not organized enough, and people are quite frankly scared, in my opinion. So why is it important that viewers in America and Europe and wherever know about it? Because you guys can take this information as well, and you can go to the lobbyists there. You can go to your governors there. You can press the organizations like Stand With Us and say, hey, why are you not fighting for Israel? If you are listening and you support Israel, don't say I'll pray for you. Say I'll fight with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. The time for prayers is always, but the time for fight, fighting must as equally be always. Totally agree. And I imagine if people are flooding whoever they need to flood, getting the message out... If there's anybody in Australia right now, there's this great reporter from Rebel News, um, Avi Yamini. You know, somebody, get the news about us out. Yeah. Yeah, because, listen, this is a battle for the world, but remember, folks, your country, your your freedom as an individual is just as important as every, as, as everyone here's in, here in Israel. But remember... And it started the, here. The nation's leaders are following the lead of the Israeli government. And what happens here will tidal wave into your country. Listen, I'm seeing a lot of people in Europe, and I know we're not seeing it in the mainstream media, but if you go to to, to Insight to Israel's Telegram, go to WhatsApp, go to all of our social media, you're going to see there are a lot of people fighting, and they're, they're, they're protesting. We don't want the green passport. Folks, keep this in mind. This green passport technology was designed by the state of Israel along with the military. We have the videos to prove it. We'll gladly pass them on to, to America's web radio. It's very important that you see what's happening here. Because first and, and, and foremost... I, yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say, um, just to bring us back a bit, I don't know if people remembered, but other governments, and I saw it, other governments around the world were very hesitant to pass the measures that they feel very free to pass now. And when did they start passing it? When they saw that it succeeded in Israel. So don't say it will never come here to us. 
because guess what? If it exceeds, succeeds here in Israel and these go- other government leaders see it, you can bet it's on your doorstep. Look, if it weren't for the U.S. Constitution uh, in the United States, it would be in the place that Israel's in. We would be in that exact same place. And uh, look, folks, let me say this. There's no freedom of speech here. There's not freedom of speech. I've proven that. No, I mean, the Ministry of Justice openly says we will criminally prosecute you if you put out, quote-unquote, their version of misinformation. And you talk about big tech. The government is working with Facebook. This is not a secret. They say it openly. The military has a, and the Ministry of Justice both, have people working in these areas to track down and trace and delete information that people put out on the social media. Look, our media... Go ahead. Our media is very, very heavily censored. Very censored. Everything that comes out, if you think, wow, I can't believe they let them post, you know, uh, say that or post that, 99.9% of the time, it was on purpose, most likely. Everything is censored here. And everybody who's speaking right now is doing so at a risk. Michael is doing so at great risk to himself. I am doing so at a risk. Every single person here who is coming out and who is fighting in whatever way that they can does so at a risk. And we're doing it not just for our people. We're doing it for you also. So please don't sit back and say, oh, wow, that's terrible. Let me pray. Don't make our sacrifice in vain. Tough words, but this is from an Israeli begging you. Amen. Amen, sister. Amen. Because I want to encourage American people, do not tolerate for one second your government, your state, your local, your city. Do not tolerate their mandates. If there's the, the, the restaurant owners need to work together to shut down this green passport and all these restrictions, they must work together. Listen, let me tell you what they did in Romania. I, I only use that as a case in point because I have con- a lot of connections there. But... They tried to pass the green passport there. Millions, millions, millions of Romanians came out in cities all across the country. And they said, okay, in order to get into the malls, you have to have the green passport. Or you have to have a PCR test. You know what? No one showed up at the mall. No one. Okay? Even in Italy, the vaccinated are working with the unvaccinated because they don't want the green passport. They shut down all the ports in Italy last week, shut them all down. All the truckers uh, basically blocked the entrance and the exits to all the ports to shut down all the shipping because those ports in Italy, all the shipping comes in from the Mediterranean and it feeds all of northern Europe and they shut all of that down. So, and these are, again, this is information and videos that you won't see in the mainstream media. Now, right now, right now, the Israeli government is trying to keep Jews from leaving here as much as they can. They're trying to make it so hard for them to leave so they won't see other people fighting back in other countries. They won't see that there's 
uh, in certain Eastern European countries, there's no mask mandate. You know, there's no mask mandate in Russia. There's no forced injections in Russia. It's it's quite shocking and astonishing that this would be happening in the U.S., but not in Russia. It's quite shocking. Michael, we need to take a break. True, and... David, had something? Yeah, let's take a break. If you have lost a loved one and were left with a firearms collection and are not sure how to dispose of them safely, or you may have firearms you no longer want, this message is for you. I am a licensed FFL firearms dealer in the state of Florida, specializing in estate firearm purchases. It is very important that all firearm transactions be handled according to state and federal laws. You can contact me for information at Firearm Liquidation Service at Outlook.com, or you can call or text me at 407-921-8100-247 and ask for James. Again, for information contact me at Firearm Liquidation Service at Outlook.com, or call or text me at 407-921-8100. All communications are strictly confidential. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. The views, opinions, and content of the show's hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. And we're back. This is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel and America's Web Radio. I want to thank everybody that's listening to the truth about what is happening on the ground coming out of the state of Israel. Uh, we're thankful that America's Web Radio exists so we can bring you that truth so you can inform yourselves and that information becomes a weapon for you to use at your defense. So thank you to everyone that's listening. Uh, let's continue with Devora. Devora, thank you for being on Insight to Israel and America's Web Radio. Are you there? <laughs> International connection, it's tough. It's tough, it's tough. Right. So it seems like uh, maybe we don't have our guest on. Are you there? I okay. uh, sorry, I, I keep getting lost. <laughs> it's okay. So I want to say thank you for being on Insight to Israel and America's Web Radio. It's a pleasure to have you once again. If you've watched any of our interviews on Facebook and on Instagram, uh, we always bring some great information. Thanks for being. Are you still? What? Are you with us still? You with us? Yes. Yes, I'm still here. I apologize. I'm hearing some interference, so I'm not hearing you very well. Does this sound better? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, there you are. There you are. I can hear you now. (laughs) 
Ah, okay, 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 good, good. So, uh, so we're in the last segment of an hour-long show. Uh, what are your thoughts right now as you watch the world situation and then you take a look at your own country? Wow, um, that is a packed question. Look, my thoughts are, and we've spoken about this before on Insights Israel, but I'm happy to say it again. My thoughts are, look, when you see the amount of protests that are happening, and um, thank you to those who are, but yet you're seeing governments still pushing forward, moving forward with the same narrative, doesn't take a genius to realize that this is... Um, for lack of a better term, planned. Now, how far yes, they now. go... Go ahead. How far they go depends on the citizens. How far will you let them go? And I'm saying, I'm going to say something specifically to every Israeli and every American, because this is very important to hear. Trump will not save you. The next American election will not save you. Trump, if you remember, had two, had two choices. He had the choice to give the injections, to give Pfizer the emergency authorization, or to promote other treatments. Remember which wow. he chose. Yeah. Yeah, so those are strong don't words. Don't idolize because Trump. Of... Yeah. Go Amen. ahead. Amen. No, no. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Listen, don't idolize Trump. Don't wait for your next elections, and especially for those, I'm going to say again, this is specifically for anyone in Florida. I mean, great job for, I think his name is pronounced DeSantis, or DeSantos, yes. I'm not sure. But just remember the amount of Democrats that are fleeing Democratic states to Florida, and what will happen in the next election in Florida. You cannot wow. wait Very for Very good observations. Things. Yeah, don't take it and for granted the next election is going to save you. Exactly. If you don't lift your voice now, it'll be too late. And it's already too late. We are past the point of waking people up. People, if they wake up, it will be because Hashem woke them up, or it will be because they suffered so greatly that they had no choice but to wake up. Don't focus yeah. on that now. Focus on fighting for your rights, for your freedoms. Because they can be gone in an instant. I am seeing it here in Israel. I am living it. I, I cry. I am a strong woman. Michael knows me personally. I sit at home and I cry some days because I want to go out and, and be with people. And I can't. I have lost friends. Very close friends. I may lose my job. I may lose my country. If it can happen yeah. to us, it can easily happen anywhere else. So please, please, please don't be complacent. If you need information, check out Inside to Israel. I'm sure if you have need help or have questions, I'm sure Micah will be happy to take them. And uh, I, excuse me, I don't remember the name of this show um, that we're currently on. America's, America's web, web radio. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure that America's web radio also has great in source, great sources. Check it out. Ask the questions. Do the research. 
be educated yeah. about what's going on, and then you can fight it. Yeah, because we're we're past the time. I, I don't even like the term, we need to wake people up. I hate that phrase anymore. If you don't have an idea what's going on, don't, you know what? I, the way I look at it is, especially I say this to so many Christians in the U.S. that their churches are promoting this injection. Man, don't let, don't let them make you the next victim. Get out of that church. Leave that place. God will burn it to the ground anyway. They're godless. Any church that promotes this injection, these pastors, they're completely godless. And we know that men like Pat Robertson and uh, uh, Franklin Graham, you know, all these guys are promoting this garbage. Well, you know what? Shut them off. Shut off their funding. We're going to be hitting on these Christian organizations very, very soon. We have a lot of inside information in the biggest Christian organizations here in Israel. I just have to maneuver through the legal realm so I don't have a lawsuit against me, which I could win. But if I thought the courts were, were <laughs> if I thought the courts here were just, I would have already done it. But I know that the court system here is completely bankrupt and godless. And so, you know, I don't I don't have the time or the resources to be dealing with a lawsuit that I know I can win. One I know I can't. So but uh, those are very strong words, and that's why we're going to, uh, as soon as I hang up, as soon as we're done with this interview, I'm going to pass on to uh, America's Web Radio um, uh, some videos and things like that so they can post, and they can show you, the American people, uh, what's happening here in Israel and the voice of those that have been damaged by these injections. For example... Right now, walking down the street, I'm sure you see it regularly, but we have a child walking down the street with a mask on. I mean, walking down the street. This is how these folks have been propagandized by the government. And their obedience Oh, there is, is violence. I, there is violence yeah. over these masks. I've seen it. Yeah. I take public transportation every day. Even it doesn't matter if you have a uh, exemption from wearing the mask. People will verbally attack you. You will be attacked. And I don't mean just, oh, ma'am, put on your mask. I mean, you might get hit. I mean, it's yeah. completely somebody wearing a cloth mask that they probably haven't washed in days. I'm speaking to myself, admittedly. Um, <laughs> how is this going to protect you or anyone? Like, you want to be protected? Walk around in a bubble. Right. It just, they've home. lost all sense of logic. This, the, psych, the psychological operation, the PSYOPs campaign has worked brilliantly, and they're still shoving it down people's throats. I, I cry because I, I uh, mentally struggle with putting it on my face and not seeing an end to having to wear it. The only reason yeah. I wear it to go on businesses is because I don't want to get hit with a fine. Um, but when I can get away with not wearing it, you bet I do. Yeah. Listen, I tell the police here, I'm an American citizen. I'm not a citizen of this country. They've given me plenty of tickets, and I give them the address to the U.S. Embassy. You can send my fine there. So I need to <laughs> see my tax dollars at work anyway. But uh, I don't fear the police here, and I understand Israelis that do. 
but I do not fear and I do not respect the police here because they literally will beat people up. We've got we've shown video of old ladies being beat up, harassed, handcuffed in grocery stores because they don't wear the mask the right way. It's completely insane. Completely insane. So the Israeli police have turned into the Gestapo uh, over the past two years. We've got video of the police on the beach last summer. This was last summer, not this past summer, that we've already passed through. We're talking 2020. Two police officers walking down the beach, hundreds of people fleeing the beach, fleeing the beach because of two police officers. It's completely insane. Anyway, so I want to say thank you for being a guest. Are you still there? Can you with us? Yeah. Yeah, I'm still with you. uh, Anything you'd like to add? Listen, we're going to come back on and we're going to have you on. We're going to talk about the Abraham Accords. Yes. Be excited for that. I know I've shared with you some of my preliminary thoughts and preliminary findings on it. Um. Uh, hopefully, I will be ready to uh, speak about it soon, Michael. Um, you know, Michael, I'd I'll like let to you give your comment on that. I'd like to bust in here and ask the young lady one question, and you've answered it in the past, Michael. But for our American listeners that are contemplating traveling abroad and and uh, either taking a cruise or flying directly to Israel, would you would you Suggest they come to Israel or stay the hell away. Michael, you were. Um, I, didn't I'll let you all of the, I didn't hear the all of the question. Is, Do you mind repeating it? Would you? The, the question is this: Would you promote tourism in Israel? No, and that is a very capital no with several exclamation points. And I'm going to tell you why. And I'm very vocal about this, you know, because come November 1st, when they allow the tourists back into Israel, if they don't um, hold it off again, the tourists who come into Israel will have more rights than I do as an Israeli citizen. Okay, we got to go. Yep. And if, you come, if okay. you come here to Israel and you spend money here, you are supporting the government. You are su- helping to support the industries that, yes, I get it, your businesses are being hurt. But then maybe Michael, we have to break. We have to go. You should have fought back against the government. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.